0: Hello and welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Catherine, your host and the author of Sugar Freedom at sugarfreedom.com. Today I wanted to share with you a day in the life of a sugar addict. People say, Why is it that I want to give up sugar? And why in the world would I, as a certified personal trainer, want to come out into the world and tell people, Here's a great idea give up all sugar and all grain for good. This is not exactly the easy road, ladies and gentlemen. The easy road would probably include, well, you can eat everything in moderation. Moderation is the key. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the other thing. And that is fine, and I find that that's just fine for people who've never had a weight problem and people who don't have a problem with sugar and grains and other addictive foods. On sugar addiction, I I continue to do more studying and more research, and what's really fascinating, and I'll share this with you on a, on a different show, but today I want to be very specific about what it's like to live without sugar. There was a, a, a significant study done a number of years ago trying to see if it could be proved that sugar addiction was real and that, that sugar addiction and food addiction was a true addiction that, that behaved in the same way as alcohol or drugs. Uh and there was some very good work done but there was still there was still a rejection of the report saying no nope, no nope, no nope, it still doesn't qualify and i think one of the reasons that it qualifies didn't qualify is the is from the concept of the fact that we have to eat to live one does not have to drink alcohol in order to live one doesn't have to do drugs in order to live but we do have to eat in order to live so this is the This is the ultimate roadblock that we have such difficulty with in finally getting acceptance of the idea of of food addiction as a legitimate addiction. So the reality of someone like me who lives with this issue day to day is, I believe that what we need to do is that we need to step forward with individual voices of people who are in recovery from sugar and food addiction and and talk about how we live and see if people can make a comparison to what I deal with every day and see if maybe that resonates with you you can go to sugarfreedom.com slash blog. There's actually a quiz there, Am I a Sugar Addict? If you take the quiz, you will be added to my email list, and that's one way that you can get some of the information and recipes and ways that I contact my readers and uh, people in, in my sugar-free world and you know, continue to give them help and encouragement. At any rate, listen in, and I'm going to talk about a day in the life of a sugar addict and an interesting day because it might be one of the days that you have to wonder, well, gosh, how am I going to deal with this? So let's set the scene. I was traveling to Modesto with my son to do some shopping. He's going back to school today. I'm going back to work today after the Christmas and holiday break, after the New Year break, and basically what we're talking about is a road trip. And I think a lot of people who are looking in terms of giving up sugar and grains, when they look at going out into the world, spending the day, you know, traveling in the car or in the airport or headed out to a place where they're not cooking and they're not in complete control of what they're going to eat, people are wondering well, how in the world am I going to do that without getting triggered, without overeating? And, you know, with staying on my program, just so you know, it was really exciting because I got up this morning, and even with the travel and having to eat out, I did still, my scale weight was down this morning. And I know that the scale isn't the be-all and the end-all, but I think it's pretty exciting when you can go out, eat at the mall, and then end up losing weight the next day. So let me just talk about what I ate yesterday. So I got up in the morning, and I had a leftover lamb chop for breakfast. So there you go. There's key number one that, you know, this woman eats completely differently than a lot of people do. And it's okay. There I had it. I had a lamb chop. And then also before we left, uh, my husband had made his breakfast, and he had made some uncured bacon. And so I had one slice of uncured bacon. Now, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of food, but what we're talking about is that, you know, when you're eating protein and fat, it has a really, really, really high level of satiety, but the problem is is that if I had eaten that bacon with a pancake or with a muffin or with a bowl of cereal, my insulin level would have risen, which would have triggered fat storage and, boom, immediate hunger in me. So no grains, no sugar, no excess hunger, lamb chop and a slice of bacon. Now, normally I would have a serving of vegetables with my breakfast, but this wasn't a normal day. This was a travel day. So we get in the car, we're in the car by 9.45, we're headed out to Modesto. And so we get to the mall, you know, just as the stores are opening, because it was a Sunday, and we start walking around and we start to do uh, some of our shopping and finding the things that really need and just enjoying each other's company, talking about life, doing some shopping. So um, we did end up having lunch at, well, actually pretty normal hour, right around noon it was time to eat. And so what we do when we go to the Mall in Modesto is we eat at Chipotle because we don't have one here in uh, Sonora. So we headed down to Chipotle, and here is how I eat at Chipotle without getting triggered. In the past, when I've eaten there, I have gotten triggered. I've ended up eating my food and ending up hungry at the end of the meal. So I really tried to look in, okay, what is it that I'm eating here that's making me hungry? And what it was is it, it was the salad dressing <laughs> Um, it's you know it's a lovely vinaigrette. It's quite delicious. But I went back and I did some research, and I believe, don't quote me. Well, let's just say there were a significant amount of grams of sugar. It would not be a problem for somebody with normal insulin sensitivity and normal carbohydrate sensitivity, but definitely enough sugar in the dressing to be a serious problem for me. And I think the sugar comes from honey. It's not that it's an unwholesome dressing. It's simply an inappropriate dressing for somebody who has a sugar addiction, raising my hand like me. So what in the world do I do? Well, I'll tell you what I do. Now, I think you know that I use liquid stevia in my coffee, and it comes in these little brown bottles that have a dropper because the stevia is so powerful you only need a few drops to sweeten things. Well, I had a bottle that was left over that I had carefully washed and cleaned out, and I had cleaned out, the dropper, and what I did was I just made a lovely mix of uh, virgin olive oil and balsamic vinegar, and I simply very carefully poured it in. I mixed it in a little uh, measuring cup that had a spout on it, and then I poured that dressing into that dropper bottle, sealed the bottle, put it in a plastic bag, put it in my purse, and boom, I am ready to rock and roll. I have got my dressing for the day. If there's one thing I want you to take away from this podcast, everybody who's listening, listening, um, get yourself a bottle. You can use an old Stevia bottle like I did. Get yourself some kind of bottle that can hold your salad dressing for you. Uh, a a wave to my friend Carrie, who I know does this at work. Take that salad dressing with you. And The funny thing is balsamic vinegar does have a little bit of sugar in it, but it does not trigger me like the regular Chipotle vinaigrette triggers me. So find yourself a dressing that doesn't trigger you. Mix it up, put it in that bottle, take it with you. So here's what I had at, at Chipotle. I had the salad. I had the lettuce. I had the grilled vegetables. I had the chicken. Now, just because I wanted the chicken, I could have had the steak or the pork if I wanted to. And then I had the mild salsa. So once again, I'll tell you exactly what I had. Lettuce, grilled ve- vegetables, chicken, mild salsa with my own dressing. i got to tell you, it was fantastic. It was so good. Ate that. We headed back out in the mall. We shopped all day. We drove. We talked. We had a great time. So we got home about 3.30 in the afternoon. I went out, and I played with the dog, Dimitri the Aussie, and you know did a little bit of uh, of reading until my husband came home. And then around 4.15, I got really, really hungry. And so I ate. We were basically, I brought home some food for my husband, and he was on his own, and my son was on on his own Sunday evening. Uh, A lot of times we'll do that, or we'll have a family dinner. But so I am hungry around 4.15. So luckily there was another lamb chop available and an avocado, And some cheese, and that's what I had. I had a lamb chop, probably about three or four ounces worth of lamb. I ate an entire avocado, and I had about two ounces of cheese. I'll be honest with you when I am deliberately trying to release fat, wanting to weigh less, I don't eat much cheese and for some reason there was in the back of my head i was thinking you really should just make another salad but i was like i just i don't want another salad and i already ate a salad so i had some cheese instead the great news is is that i got up this morning and i lost weight i will tell you one thing though one of the things that i did do last night is we're getting ready to bring a new puppy home <laughs> puppy natasha And so we're doing some cleaning in the house, making sure that everything is up off the floor. We're puppy-proofing the house. So what I ended up doing was completely cleaning out the pantry because the pantry is someplace where we can store some of the things that maybe the puppy could get into normally. Why am I bringing this up? Uh, Well, for one thing, it's a really great idea you know, to clean out the clutter in your space, it definitely improves your attitude. It lowers stress and makes it easier to follow an eating plan. But the other thing is, is that I was doing some very gentle, methodical movement for the rest of the evening. So cleaning out the pantry was—it was physical movement, but it wasn't—it wasn't really hard or stressful. But it took me about—it really took me about two hours to really get the pantry and the laundry room into the condition I wanted it to. So I was basically moving for the rest of the evening. And then for the rest of the night uh, before bedtime, uh, just a little bit bit of television, some reading, and then off to bed. So a really, really normal day. Not a working day, but a day in the car, a day at the mall, and still with a lovely half pound of weight loss the next morning. So there's just another description of a day in the life of a sugar addict so literally, we're talking about, you know, lamb and bacon for breakfast, more lamb chops and an avocado at dinner, and then, a, of course, a salad at Chipotle for lunch. But that salad with, I'm going to say it again because it's so helpful, the lettuce, grilled vegetables, salsa, chicken, my own dressing, rock and roll. So, so there you have it. I really hope that that helps you today to get an understanding of if I give up sugar and if I give up grains, how in the world am I going to live? What in the world am I going to eat? So I wanted to share with you those strategies and that description of of what that day is like. And so once again, as we're coming near to the end of the episode, just want to give you a couple of more tips. Always remember, drink your water, which is something that I made sure to do have your tonic in the morning which is also something i made sure to do and simply be willing to choose the foods that are going to serve your goals in other words get started in the morning with a strong conviction write it down which i always do write down the foods that are going to that you're going to leave out and this is what i write down every morning i write down that i abstain from alcohol sugar and grains um Alcohol is an interesting thing. I do have clients and readers who do just fine still enjoying their wine or their occasional cocktail. It doesn't work for me, so I go ahead and leave it out. So every morning I establish my commitment to abstaining from alcohol, sugar, and grains, and then I go out into the world with that understanding that there is plenty of food available out there that isn't sugar and that isn't grain. It's it's out there. Um, you can get, you can go to Chipotle. For heaven's sake, you know, you can go pretty much anywhere and get you know, get a sandwich, and you know, not eat the bread. So the the food is out there, the abilities are out there. There are grocery stores, there are restaurants, pretty much anywhere you can get a salad. And so basically, you'd simply go in with the conviction that you're not going to eat those foods. And the great news is that on average, after only three days of abstaining from sugar and grains, you lose the desire for sugar and grains. If you look at my experience yesterday, I was really, really hungry by 4.15, but I didn't slip. I didn't get into, and believe me, I've got people in the house who are not addicted to sugar and grains. They can have whatever they want. Those foods were in the house. But the great news is, is that I didn't eat them, and you don't have to eat them either. You can choose something else. But what I will leave you with is that you have to have non-sugar and non-grain foods available. The reason I was able to leave them out is because I already had the lamb chops. I already had the cheese. I already had the avocados. So my advice to you is make sure to get out there, hard boil some eggs, cook yourself some good protein, and have salad greens ready to use, have vegetables ready to eat, and have those avocados in the house. Keep that good, wholesome, freedom food in the house, and you won't be tempted to eat the other stuff. And then what I will finally leave you with is, if you are hungry, eat your freedom foods. If you are hungry, eat those freedom foods. And they're going to be your clean, pure fats, your healthy proteins, and your above-ground vegetables. And don't forget the avocados. I just want to wish you a great day. I really hope that these tips help you. Stay encouraged. Stay with it, and you really will. You will release the excess fat that you want to release, and you will be living an empowered, energetic, well-focused life without being a slave to sugar and grain. So join me next time on the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm Catherine Gordon, wishing you a great day. Bye-bye, everybody.